This is the Stoughton Health Podcast on the COVID-19 coronavirus. This podcast is dated March 18th, 2020. Welcome to Stoughton Health Talk. I'm Melanie Cole, and today we're talking about the coronavirus. Joining us is Anna Robb. She's an infection prevention nurse at Stoughton Health. Anna, I'm so glad to have you with us today. Everyone has so many questions. First, help us to understand this COVID coronavirus. What's the latest information on it as of now? Right now, as, as people know, we're learning more and more about the novel coronavirus. The best information we have is that this is a new virus and therefore people do not have immunity to it. Um, and that's why we're taking such big precautions to make sure that people are home and we don't allow it to spread the way that it could if people were continued to remain in close contact. So then talk about how it spreads. Is it person to person? There's a lot of confusion as to whether it's airborne or these heavy droplets. How long do they live on surfaces? Speak about the spread, please. From the information we have, we believe that it's likely mostly transmitted by droplets that similar to influenza that it's transmitted in the same way. Obviously, with something new like this and when we're trying to gather all the data and get the most information, we want to take an abundance of caution. And so um, we are continuing to make every effort to help people have resources um, if it is, especially in the healthcare side, spread in an airborne capacity. But all the evidence is pointing that this spreads more in a droplet capacity like it would with flu. Um, so the same kind of precautions with frequent hand washing, covering coughs, um, disinfecting surfaces. There is also some contact transmission. So disinfecting frequently touched surfaces are the best things that we can do in the community right now to prevent spread. Anna, what will it feel like if we have symptoms? A lot of people are afraid. Oh my gosh, I just had a little cough. Is it like the flu? Does it feel like that? High fever? What does it feel like when we start getting these symptoms? I think um, a lot of the information that has come out and what has, has caused people a lot of anxiety is that there's a, a wide variety of um, or course of this illness for people. It seems that most people will experience a mild illness, meaning that they might feel like they have a cold, maybe a little more severe like flu with a fever, um, but but not severe symptoms that would require urgent or emergent medical care. Um, most of these symptoms are things that people could manage at home um, with, you know, increasing their hydration, obviously isolating, um, taking uh, fever-reducing medications um, if needed, um, kind of symptomatically managing at home, just like they would with flu or a cold. Um, there are, of course, as people have heard, cases where more severeness severe illness is occurring. Um, and um, that's why we just ask people to continue to watch their symptoms. And certainly if they're experiencing shortness of breath or chest tightness um, or concerns that um, there's a severe respiratory compromise that we would want people to come to the hospital. But again, um, with people with mild illness, they uh, really can and are encouraged to remain at home and manage those mild symptoms like they would any other, um, you know, a respiratory illness that's going around this time of year. Anna, one question I've heard from a lot of people is, what's the incubation period? How long, if you've been grocery shopping or you went to vote or you did something along those lines, how long after exposure would you know if you had it? 
Yeah. So the, the guideline that we're using right now is 14 days. And I think that's um, gone around a lot. And I think there is evidence to say that, that there could be um, that long of a period be, before symptoms show. Um, so we really are asking that um, if there's at this point known exposure, that people are, are doing self-quarantine for 14 days to pre- prevent spread. That said, um, if and when um, if this became more community spread, um, I mean, people would just need to be continuously monitoring for symptoms, um, making sure that if they are having respiratory symptoms or a fever that they um, immediately self-quarantine um, based on, on the fact that there, there could be a community or an unknown exposure. What kind of fever would warrant a call to the doctor? Um, well, uh, there's not a, a good black and white answer for that about what that number is. Now we in healthcare consider usually there's obviously some variance depending on what resource you cite, but um, here at Stone Hospital, we consider a fever, anything over a temperature of 100.4. That being said, um, you know, we know with influenza and other illnesses, people often have fevers higher than that. And so um, you can remain at home and really we're not using fever as a um, determining factor about whether or not someone needs to be seeking health care and really um, that determining factor is based on the severity of respiratory symptoms. Then the big question, what should we do if we feel sick besides self-quarantine? Is there any treatments that you can recommend, home care that we can use? Should we be taking Delsum for that cough or Tylenol or ibuprofen for a fever? Should we be doing those things that we would do if we had the flu? I don't know that we have perfect answers right now for that. Um, this virus is not the flu. We know that it's it's a coronavirus. It's a different um, category of illness. So we can't necessarily make the same recommendations we are for the flu. I would encourage people, um, as the guidelines change, the um, the phone lines and helplines and virtual visits will be up to date on the most recent recommendations for how to treat this. And, and all of the healthcare facilities in the area at this point are trying to put out guidelines as we know them about what the best way to treat this at home is. I do think um, that, you know, we have historically re- recommended um, for symptomatic management to, that people take Tylenol and ibuprofen to keep their fevers down um, just like they would with the flu. And that's really just to help people feel better while they're experiencing this illness. Um, fluid, um, you know, staying really hydrated um, obviously is, is very helpful with any illness. And then really the biggest thing that, that we know and we can continue to recommend about this illness is just to continue to monitor for any worsening respiratory status. So if people are having, again, shortness of breath, chest tightness, um, more emergent um medical needs that they should at that point present to the doctor. But mostly if people are experiencing mild illness, the recommendation is to just stay home and try to stay away from close contact with other people in your home. Please give us some final thoughts. People are panicking. They're worried. They're worried about quarantine. Put this into perspective for us, Anna, if you would, to help us manage our expectations for quarantine, our rising stress level, and the worry that we or our loved one could get sick. Right now, uh, the information is coming at us so rapidly, and we are, um, I think, all doing our best for, on the healthcare side to make the best decisions. And I think this is a situation that, um, as 
people are hearing more about social distancing and the hope that we have that we can really slow this down and make a big difference. Um, that That's our hope. So people staying home and, and keeping that social distance. And, and if that continues to work, then it will certainly seem that the healthcare system has overreacted um, at this point. And that, that is um, where we want to be right now. We want to be making um, decisions out of an abundance of cautious and not be um, at a point down the road where we feel like we, we could have or should have done more. So really, um, of course, this is very anxiety producing for people. A lot of the decisions or cancellations or not being able to travel um, is is huge inconveniences to people in a way that they've not experienced in their life. Um, and so we just, there's room for feeling um, anxiety and scared about this. Um, but we just really encourage people to just continue to try to make um, the best decisions they can for their neighborhood and their community, trying to stay home um, and, and limiting exposures and, and then certainly staying up on reliable sources of information for this. So um, the best resource we have right now is um, the Centers for Disease Control website at cdc.gov and there's all sorts of information about um, what to do if you become sick, what to do if you feel that you've been exposed, um, what kind of everyday measures you can, can take um, in this situation. So certainly that. And then um, after that, we would recommend um, local public health websites. So public health Madison, Dane County is what we're using as well as the state of Wisconsin. And there is so much information out there right now that we really encourage people um, to stay up to date on those resources to know what, what the best things to do are at this point. Thank you, Anna, so much for joining us. It's great information, so important for listeners to hear. So many people have so many questions. Thank you again. And that concludes this episode of Stoughton Health Talk. Please visit our website, stoughtonhealth.com, for more information on COVID-19 and to get connected with one of our providers. I'm Melanie Cole.